Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Now we've got some other great news because Karen Taylor Bass, well, she is joining us. And uh, maybe she can help the Eagles. We need to we need to suggest to the Philadelphia Eagles that they have Karen come and do soulful yoga. Maybe that can get the team back on track. Karen, what do you think about that? Welcome to Reality Check. Hey, good morning. Now I love that. Let's do. Let's put that in the universe, okay? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they so. definitely need some movement. And some manifestation. Yeah, they've been very dysfunctional. We were talking about that before you came on, that there's a new column suggesting that uh, they the coaches were hard on the lesser known players or the younger ones, and they let the ones like the quarterback and the star players uh, take it a little easier. So I was saying they need to sit down and do some yoga and then here you are. So you might be the facilitator for the Eagles and their dysfunction. But I know that you are here today to talk about some triggers. Some folks are triggered when the Eagles don't do well. But uh, you can talk about some of the other triggers that we face and how to combat them. Yeah. Oops, sorry about that. My mm-hmm. phone is going off. That is so unprofessional. That's because so you're booked and busy. Yes, that's a good thing, right? Absolutely. But you know what? Like you said, I think, um, first of all, happy Tuesday. It is a beautiful day. The sun is out. So whatever triggers you have, go outside and walk it out and work it out. But yeah, I wrote a post recently on my website, KarenTaylorBass.com. And basically, I was um, a client of mine was talking about triggers. Mm-hmm. And I realized, not realized, we all have triggers, right, Tanya? Like everybody has something or someone that will, in a split second, will definitely compromise how they're feeling. And I said, how can I put that into words to help folks? And so one of the things we sometimes don't take a moment to be still, and I always talk about stillness, because how are you supposed to know what bothers you if you are not in tune with it, in tune with your body? Your body will tell you immediately if somebody comes into the room, you'll feel your stomach may do jumps or your neck may tighten or, you know, your back of your leg so that you know that person is a trigger. Or maybe an email from a certain person or the tone in the email will trigger you all of a sudden to have heart palpitations. So first thing is be still. And when you are encountered or encountering a trigger, what does that mean? Because we, like I said, we all feel it. But how can you go from feeling the trigger to pivoting from the trigger? And it's being still. It's, I talk about this, it's your breath, your inhalation, your exhalation, right? But also the central nervous system. What are you feeding that brain? What are you telling it? How are you couching it to respond? And one of the things we can do right now is just place our tongue on the roof of our mouth. And feel how the body just begins to come down, it begins to shut down because it relaxes. Everything we're thinking starts with the brain. A great one, I tell kids all the time, count to 10. Before you say something that you might regret, take a breath, 
and just count to 10. You could count backwards. You could count in English. You could count in Spanish, <laughs> Creole, Patois, whatever it is. Count to 10 and just allow the body, the brain just to settle in to whatever it is that you're going through. And I love to create a mantra when I feel triggered. I just say to myself, I'm okay. I got this. It's okay. You know, because how you respond is everything. So your response always has to be like, I got this. It's okay. You're not going to break me, you know, or you're not going to take me to a space. I don't want to go. And I have to get the last one is if it continues to happen, don't hesitate to seek support. Talking it through, talking it with someone, going to counseling. There's nothing wrong with empowering yourself to feel better and knowing what doesn't work for you. Karen, I think our self-talk is so important because mm. so many of us, the self-talk is like a, your worst enemy. It's like oh. you would never talk to your friends or family or anything in the way that we talk to ourselves. Why are we so bad <laughs> at being affirmative when it comes to us? You know, it's so funny. There's a quote that goes that says about self-talk. It says, choose your thoughts as you would choose a friend. Mm. Would you talk to your friend the way, like you said, the way you talk to yourself? Choose your thoughts to amplify, to edify, to nourish yourself before you nourish someone else's garden. Right? So it's, it, and it's easy to act like I have all the answers because I don't, but I know what doesn't work. So I'm taking it from that stance. It's like, yeah, you have to choose your words, choose your thoughts. Like, how would you handle that situation if it was somebody you love or didn't really like? You probably would be a little bit kinder. So you got to apply that self-talk to yourself to shut down the triggers because we're dying younger. When I say younger, I'm talking about under 55. We're having more dementia. When I say dementia, I'm talking under 60. We're having more aneurysm under 60. So these are all the things that the blueprint is telling us. If we don't slow it down, if we don't show up for ourselves with some breath, with some counting to 10, with some like, you're not going to take me there today. You're not going to transfer your whackness onto me. We're going to end up on the other side. So you got to choose what it is, and but you got to know your triggers. So send me an email at um, soulfulyogawithkaren at gmail.com and let me know what your triggers are. Like, mm. what are your triggers? Because you got to identify what they are to know how to move beyond them. Well, let's talk about triggers. What are some of the common ones? Ooh, um, the co number one trigger is finance. Mm finance. Um, number two from finance, trauma. Trauma showing up over and over and over, but in different packages. You know, it could be from a different person who you didn't think, but one day the behavior shifts and it goes back to something that is familiar. So you got your finances, you have trauma, you have, let's talk about it, job. Whether you're virtual, in-person, hybrid, you know, that whole could be traumatizing and triggering for so many people who were getting their social connection from going into an office every day. And now they're told, 
power up and log on to Microsoft this or Zoom or whatever the platform is, WebEx, that's triggering. A lot of my clients tell me that going to work was where they had all their socialization, where they had their favorite coffee shop. That way they would visit every day and have a conversation. You take all that away, you're left by yourself. Another trigger, isolation and loneliness. Mm. Another trigger, expectations that are not met. I think that is the trigger because you can really apply that to all of the different things that you just said. Expectations deal with trauma, expectations at work, expectations of finances. All of those things can trigger you. And family. We didn't get to that one. (laughs) That (laughs) That may be one A, but family, you know, family. You don't choose your family. So family can trigger you. It could be something from childhood. Something. So those are the triggers that we're dealing with. But also, like you said before, the self-talk, perception of who we think we should be or what, and that has not yet realized or manifested because we live in a world where, for another trigger, social media. Mm. Social media. False expectations of what things supposed to be or or not. And we see it, you know, everybody's trying to fit into this unrealistic box of beauty, of wealth, of love, of this, because we have so much access to seeing false images that appear real. So Karen, before we respond in any number of negative ways to any of these triggers that you mentioned, you gave us a few tools, but what is the first thing that we should do if we are triggered? What is the the, the kind of, okay, let me catch myself thing that we can do before it spirals all the way out of control as it, as it can do? Great thing. So two things. First, when you feel a trigger coming on, if you have the ability, remove yourself from that situation right away. Sometimes it is, it's as easy as leaving the room, A, right? To shut that down and pivot. That is your pivot. The number two is the brain, right? So one little trigger will manifest into a panic attack. So what you want to do is shut the brain down. And it's like visualizing a balloon, a tire, something with a lot of air, and you can physically visualize it, taking a pin and popping it, or taking your hands as an instrument that they are, clap. Mm -hmm. When you clap, you disrupt the brain. So the brain doesn't know where it was, but now that trigger, it's gone because you have disrupted that thought pattern. So those are immediate things you can do. And breath, always. Those are great tips. Karen Taylor Bass, the creator of Soulful Yoga. And you can find Karen at soulfulyoga.com if you want to investigate. KarenTaylorBass.com. KarenTaylorBass.com. You can find her there if you want to find out more about dealing with these triggers and read the blog post that she referenced so that you can have some reference in case any of these triggers uh, come to pass. Thank you so much, as always, for being with us on Reality Check. Absolutely. Have a Reality Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) We shall. We shall. All right. Peace. 
You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 